Okay, B'Shem HaShem Naseh V'Natsliach. Today's class is sponsored for Ashley Ma for Rivka Bat Sara. I think it's the last one, I think, yeah. Okay, we are now on in the fifth pedic of Mesechet Berachot on Daf Lamed Amur Bet. We're going to start at Abaye. Abaye is five lines in the bottom. Abaye have a yativ kamed rabba. Abaye was sitting in front of rabba. Says the Gemara, what happened? Chazia de have a kabba He saw that he was too lightheaded, too joking. Right. So Amar he told him vigilu beradaktiv. Pasuk says rejoice, but rejoice with a little shaking. You can't be so chilled. Relax. I'm wearing tefillin. Welcome, Sam. I'm wearing tefillin, and therefore, since I'm wearing tefillin, uh, the tefillin keeps me straight. A similar thing that happened. Reb Yirmiyah was sitting in front of Reb and he also saw that he was sitting and was a little too joicy. In every time you're in trouble, Yemotar, you gain. So therefore, being in trouble is a good thing. Why are you so chilled? Amale, so answer to Birmia, also, Ana Tefilin Mancha, relax, I'm wearing Tefilin, I'm not going to overdo it. More the Rey Ravina, Avad Hilula He made a wedding for his son. Chazul Rabbanan, to have a Kabad he saw that the rabbis were having too much fun at this uh, wedding of the grandson of Ravina. He brought a precious cup worth of glass worth 400 zoos and he broke it in front of them. And then they felt bad. So when they felt bad, that took, took the, it took the life out of the party. And that uh, made sure they weren't too uh, happy. Is where we get what we do now at the, at the weddings? No, we do that uh, to remember your line. Rav Asher avad hilulah lebre. Rav Asher also did a hilulah for his son. Ravina and Rav Asher are the two rabbis who who um, put down the Gemara. So here, these are two stories about rabbis in the end of the Gemara period. He also saw the rabbis having too much fun, too much laughing. He brought a, a, a cup made out of white glass. White glass. He broke in front of him. We made them sad. In the same party of Morberevina, they told him. Lishiran Mor, sing us something. Amalehu, because I guess because it was a very very wild party, he sang the following song: Vai landimatinan, Vai landimatinan. Woe is for us, we're gonna die. Woe, we're gonna die. They don't play that too many parties nowadays. Amaleh, <laughs> so he told him, Anan mana nebatrach. What is the proper response to a song like that? Amaleh. Where is the Torah and where is the mitzvah that we have? 
Because those things can protect us. So a good thing to respond when we say we're going to die, we're going to die is, where's the Torah, where's the mitzvot, those things will save us, and we're going to be good. It's forbidden for a person to fill his mouth with jokingness in this world. Then we will fill our mouths with tzchok and our uh, tongues with uh, light things. When does that happen? When the goyim are told that Hashem has been great to do good with these Jews. Meaning, when Mashiach comes, that's when we're going we're gonna, to we're allowed to have Yimalei Shok Pinu. Right? Amru Lava Resh Lakish. They said about Resh Lakish, Shemiyamav lo Malei Shok Pinu ba'olamazeh v'chishama min Rabbi Yochanan When this statement that Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Shimon Ba'yachai, Rabbi Yochanan is the Rebbe of Resh Lakish. He's actually the one who made him religious. And once he heard from his Rebbe that a person is not allowed to fill his mouth with schokpiv in this world, um, he also never ever uh, filled his mouth with schokpiv in this world after he heard the, the, this vart. Okay? But what exactly is joking manner? Uh, I don't know. Something. something. Something that's too much. What it is, you have to, that, that could be uh, subject to, to deviation. Uh, Albert, there might be another one right there if you want in the corner. Okay? Okay. Tanu Rabbanan, we are now about 12 lines down at the two dots. Tanu Rabbanan. You can't get up to pray, not from, not from finishing a judgment. If you're a judge, you don't just get up from a judgment and go pray. And you don't finish when you're learning a halakha either. Only from a halakha psukah. What is a good example of a halakha psukah that from that you can get up and start praying? Amar Abaye. Abaye says, Kiha de Rabbi Zera. Like this story of Rabbi Zera. The Jewish girls um, were machmir on themselves. This is the halacha nowadays. She'afil ro'ot tipat dam kechardal. That even if they see a drop of blood the size of a mustard seed, a very small amount, Yoshevet alea shiv'a nekiim. She'll already sit seven clean days. Welcome, Carl. No, thank you. Uh, tea some tea later. Okay. So what's going on is like this. You need a little introduction for this. The halacha according to the Torah is that any girl who becomes an Ida needs to wait seven days. However, those seven days, according to the Torah, are seven dirty days, which means that even if she bleeds five out of those seven, or six out of those seven days, or seven out of the seven days, as long as at the end of the seven days she is clean, she is allowed to dip in the mikvah, and she's mutar to her husband. Those are the laws of Nida. However, there's also laws of Ziva, which sometimes when a girl bleeds she will require, after she finishes bleeding, if she's a Zavag Gidola, which the details are, are many, and we'll get to it, Bezat Hashem, in Masechet Nida, and of course in other Masechtot, if anyone can make it seven and a half years, we'll be here, seven years will be in Masechet Nida. But the laws of Ziva are that after seeing uh, two or three days 
of blood, she requires to be a zava gidola, which means that she needs seven clean days, seven days that on all the days she's not has no blood. Uh, and the, this halacha psuka that we're saying that from a halacha like this, you can get up and pray because it's a clean, easy halacha, is the halacha that girls nowadays have. Ex- now when we say nowadays, talking about already from sixteen hundred years ago, the girls have accepted a chumrah on themselves that even the tiniest amount of blood, which should only require seven dirty days, requires seven clean days. Okay, that's asman. So Abayah says, that's a good example of Al-Khab that you can get up and pray after saying something like that. Rava Amar, Rava's example of Al-Khab was as follows. Kihad Rav Hoshia, Dama Rav Hoshia, Me'anim Adam al-Tvuato u'machnisa b'mot shela, k'desh t'yeh behemto o'chelet u'ptura min ha-ma'asid. Abayah says, Al-Khab is that your grain that you get in your field is only chayav and ma'asid, only if you bring it in in bundles when it's ready through the front door of your silo. But if you bring it in b'motzela, which means while it still has its shaft on it, if you don't take off the shaft before you bring it into your silo, so then it's not chayav and ma'asid because you brought it in in an unusual way. And we're telling you now that a per, that a person is allowed to bring his wheat into his silo in an unusual way with its shaft, even though that will allow him to let his animals eat from it without separating maser. That's that halacha of Rava that a person could make a scooch and bring it in that way is the second example of a halacha pesuka that can be said before you pray. You don't have to give maser. You saying in general. Correct. You don't. You will. You'll be able to allow your animal. You're not going to eat from it with it while it still has the motz. But an animal wouldn't mind eating from it with the motz, and therefore you can let your animal eat without separating maser. Okay. And then also the last one example of a halacha pesuka, the ibaytema ki hadir abhuna, like the story of abhuna. First one on the ibaytema. There's a concept of bloodletting. The olden days, it was considered uh, medicinal. From the barbers? Yes, to go to a barber or something, and they would let blood out of you. And that blood would consider make you healthy. The fact that they took blood out of you makes you healthy. So, if a person, a person bloodlets on an animal, okay, and that animal is a sacrificial animal. It's behemat kochim. Asur bahana'a. You now out of any hana'a from that blood, right? Because that came from a kochim animal. Don't think it's. Don't think that since it's just the blood, oh, it's okay. You can have hana'a from it. You can use it for whatever you want to use it for. You can't. It's a kochim sacrifice animal, and mo'alimbo. And if you use it. You need to bring a korban mi'ilah, just like if you use any animal sacrifice. It's called mi'ilah, right? If there's an animal that's consecrated as a sacrifice, and you choose to say, hey, you know something? This will be a fine animal for me to put my, my knapsack on and carry my knapsack. Oh, you used a, a, a sacrifice animal? You need to bring korban mi'ilah. Here, too, don't think that the blood of this animal, if you took it out to help the animal, is fine, that you could use it. No, if you, do, if you use that blood for anything, you're chayav a korban mi'ilah. That's the third example. Of something, right? 
אסור בהנאה. הוא מאוד מאוד. רבנן אבידי כמתניתין, רב אשי אביד כבלייתה. What this means is as follows. We're going to end up with the following thing. That, that uh, the Rabbanan followed the Mishnah, which says that you have to get up and pray only from Ra'adah, from shaking. And Rav Ashi followed the Brayta, which says that you should learn a halakha. He followed the Brayta we just learned just now with the three different things. Now, I heard, saw a beautiful pshat asking, how come these are the three halakha psukhas that they said that you should get up and pray from? There's a thousand halakhot that you could, you could have listed. What's the point of these halakhot? So I saw one of the Farshim explaining, my Eli David, uh, my brother-in-law, showed it to me, a beautiful pshat. Uh, everything should go good. So Rabbi Eli David told me, beautiful pshat, he said that the three things are um, each one a chidush that they're called Torah. The first one was only the ladies being machmir on themselves. So you might have said, ah, that's a chumrah that they decide to be machmir on themselves. Is that Torah, that that's going to protect you? Learning that? Yes, don't worry, that's also Torah. And then we said, well, that's a cool, that's for, good for Abba. Yeah. What about Rava? Now Rava said, what was Rava's statement, Isaac? The grain. The grain. So the grain also, since you think the grain is a scooch, where guys are trying to get out of praying, Ma said, you might think, talking about that, that's not a halakha. No, that's also a halakha, considered halakha together. And the last thing was taking the blood out of the Kodashim animal. Who said that one, Isaac? Ravuna. Ravuna. This Ravuna's thing of taking the blood out of the thing, that, you might say, that's only relevant when Beit HaMikdash comes. It's not relevant now. We don't have sacrificial animals anymore in the time of the Gemara. You might have thunk that that's not a considered a halakha. No, so the Chidush is each one of these is considered a halakha, and you can get up and pray for these things. I thought it was beautiful. Okay. We are at the two dots now, Tanu Rabbanan. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in the Brayta. And Omdim Litzbalel, a person should not get up and pray, not from a depression, and not from laziness, not from laughing, not from talking, not from lightheadedness, and not from things of nonsense. Rather from the simcha mitzvah. This is different than what we said before. Also, a person should not take leave of his friend and say goodbye to your friend. Not from schmoozing. Not from laughing. Not from lightheadedness. Not from nonsense. Rather, how do we find? We find from the early Nevi'im. They always end their words with words of praise and words of comfort. Always leave with a Dvar because if you leave the guy with a Halacha, he'll remember you when he remembers the Halacha. What does that mean? Like the story of Rav Kahana. He accompanied Rav Simi Barashi from Pumnara at Beit Snita, till Beit Snita de Babel. Okay? So, while he's walking him, Rav Simi Barashi, from one place to the next, right? Ki 
Kimati Lahatam when they got to Beitzinita, they asked him, Mor Vadai de Amri Inchi, Hani Tsinita de Bavel, Etinu Maadam Al Hashta. Is it true that these palm trees in Bavel have been here from the time of Adam Harishon? That's what he asked him. Amalei told him back, Adkantan Milta de Rebiosi Berbi Hanina. You're reminding me of a famous statement of Yosef Bachanina. Because what is this that says? It says it's a land that no one ever passed and no one ever lived there. If no one ever passed there, of course no one ever lived there. If no one's there, no one can't, can't live there if you no know one was ever there before. Rather to tell you, call Eretz Shegazar Alea. Which means that the reason why it says is to tell you that Adam Arishon looked at every single land in the world. Hashem showed him the entire earth. And he pointed out the places where they're going to be cities. Sometimes you drive through a town, and you drive through a country, and you say, what, who, who is thinking of putting a city in this place? Hazatun, right? But every time you see a place that is a city, people live there. And if Adam didn't, uh, Adam, that means that Adam called it. Adam looked at New York Harbor, he said, there's going to be a city over here. Adam looked at uh, uh, Du Bois, Iowa, and he said, that's also a place that people are going to live. Why? That's why Adam Mishon said and that's what's hinted to the Basuk. Lo avar ba'ish, meaning Adam didn't pass by. Velo yashav Adam. That's why I, no one ever lived there. Okay? So you, you remind me of that. When you ask me about Adam Rishon, you remind me about that. Okay? So that's an example of leaving somebody with a Dvar HaLacha, a Dvar of, uh, some, of Torah. Rav Mordechi ilaveli of Simi Barashi ma'agun yavad be'kipi. Same rabbi, receiving Barashi, interestingly enough, was being accompanied by a Mordechi. Okay? Somebody went to Beidura. Tanu Rabbanan. Oh. Beikipi or Beidura. But. Where they were going, where he was going to. So the Me'iri, oh no, but this is two different rabbis. The Me'iri asks about this case. He asks, how come they told you a story like this, that the rabbi accompanied the other rabbi someplace, if he didn't say it to uh, You would th- just saying he accompanied him. What's the point? So coming to tell you, they want to say that a person doesn't always have to say it to If it comes up, like it came up in the original story that he asked him about Adam, the trees are from Adam Rishon, and then he threw in the thing. That's when you could say the halacha. But this other rabbi took her of Simi Barashi someplace, and since nothing came up, it's okay to say goodbye to him without a dvar halacha. Okay. Isn't that the whole point of accompanying the rabbi so you can get words of wisdom from them? Accompanying a person is also considered uh, a way to protect them. The fact that you show that you care about him protects him also, even without a dvar halacha. Tanu Rabbanan. The guy who prays has to focus his mind to heaven. We are now in the first window line, smack in the middle of the middle-sized lines. Okay? If you pray, you need to focus your head to Shemaim. Way to remember this. Prepare their hearts. And 
let their ear listen. Meaning, if they prepare their hearts, then Hashem will let his ear listen to our prayers. Tanya, we learned in the bright Amar of Yehuda. This is what Yehuda used to do when he would pray with the Sibur. When he prayed with the Sibur, he would shorten his Amidah. Why? He didn't want everyone to have to wait for him till he finished. But when he prayed alone, you would leave praying in one corner, right? You would find him in a different corner. Because he would bow and lie down on the floor so many times while he's praying and take so much time when he's praying alone. But when he prays biachid, he would pray much shorter. But Abim, he would pray much, much shorter because people are waiting. Many people do it the opposite. They do it much longer, but Abim, because people are watching them. And they do it much shorter alone when nobody's watching. Okay. That's a problem. Okay. Amar Always pray in a house that has windows. Shneemar, as it says by Daniel, and he had open windows to Hashem. We're going to talk to there are a lot of things that Daniel did. Daniel, in this story that we're talking about, the famous story in Daniel, where they made a rule, the king had made a rule in Babel that nobody is allowed to pray. And anyone who prays to anyone besides the king will be killed. And they made the rule on purpose because they knew Daniel was very close to the king. And Daniel always prayed. And they figured they'll catch him in the act and they'll get Daniel killed. Right? And uh, in the story, Daniel ignores the rule, goes to pray, and after they catch him praying, they throw him in the lion's den. And sure enough, the lions become very, very nice. They sit at his lap. He, they, they hug him, kiss him. And then the people who had the idea said, hey, look, these lions, they're probably not hungry and whatnot. And the king said, let's see. And he throws the other people in and the lion, they don't make it to the floor. Okay. Says the Gemara. So anyway, it says, They open the windows towards Hashem. You might think the guy should pray the whole day anytime he wants, as much as he wants. We see from Daniel, it says three times a day he prayed. You might think, you might think this three times a day business is what Daniel used to do only when he got exiled from Yerushalayim. No. Kvar also says, he always used to do it before this. This was his always practice that he used to always pray three times a day. You might have thunk, a person can pray any direction that he likes. No, it says, he always used to pray facing Yerushalayim. You might think that you could do all three prayers in one second, which means who cares if I have to spread them out? I'll just do it one time at that one time. I'll do all three prayers. I'll do three prayers. Why, why three different times? From Rashi, David, David already says, Right? You might think. Um, you might think maybe you think that it's good that to make your voice heard when you pray we see from Hana it says 
It says that you couldn't hear a voice. Yachol, you might think, Yish'al Adam Tzedachav, Achach Yivalel. Thank you, Sam. You might think a person should ask for his needs first in your tefillah, and then you should pray. Meaning, at first you start off with the, with the middle 13 blessings. The middle 13 blessings have all the things that we want. And then after you ask for what you need, that's when you praise Hashem. No, the opposite. First listen to the praise of Hashem, and then you pray. That's praising Hashem. The word that's asking for things. Says the Gemara, and Omer Davar Achar Emet Viatif. You can't say anything after Emet Viatif before the Amida. Once you finish Emet Viatif, you go straight to the Amida. Avalachar Tefilah, but after Tefilah, Afilu Kaseda Vidui Shel Yom Kippurim Omer. After Tefilah, once you finish your Amida, you could say as much as you like. It my Nami Amar Chiyabar Ashi Amar Av Av Abish Amru Shoel Adam Tzachav B'Shomer Tefilah. Even though we said that you could ask for whatever you want in Shomer Tefilah, in Balomar Achat Tefilato Achat says Afilu said Yom Kippurim Omer. If you want to say it after you finish the Amida before you move back, like we mentioned a few blot ago, that a person people used to say Tachanim at that point, you could say even as long as Yom Kippurim. Amar Rav Hamnuna. How many important learns, important laws about tefillah do we learn from tefillat chana? Let's start listing them. It says, Vechana, we mentioned before, Vikolalo Yishma. Once we mentioned chana, we're going to throw a few more things over here. It says, It says, Vechana him midaberet aliba. Chana was talking to heart. Midkan, we see when she was talking to her heart, you see that you have to have kavanah. Because libo means the mind. Right? It says, Rak naot, only her lips were moving. We see that a guy who prays must move the, his lips properly. Often people, when they pray Amidah, because it's a silent Amidah, it's very dangerous that people often end up praying without moving their lips to enunciate all the words. Usually you only enunciate the words when you're audibly saying them because when you're audibly saying it, it'll come out muffled if you don't. But really, it'll come out muffled if you, even if you're not audibly saying it. And if you're saying it to Hashem, you have to make sure that you move your lips. As we see from Chana, Rak Naot. Only her lips were moving. Amazing how she was thinking of that while she was praying. She was thinking, if I don't move my lips to what I want, it's not called praying. Vekola lo yishma. Her voice was not heard. We see that it's asur to raise your voice in tefillah. And Eli thought that she was drunk. From the story that Eli thought she was drunk and he got upset, that means that a, a drunk person is not allowed to pray. Okay. Eli told her when he thought that she was drunk, how long are you going to be drunk here, Chana? Amri Bilazad, Mikan From here we see, turn the page to the to Lamed Alpha Merbet. Davar she'eno hagun tzarich lochicho. From here we see that if you see someone doing something wrong, it's not okay to just say, "Oh, wow, this guy's a loser." You have to say instead, "Tell him what's wrong. Tell him what he did wrong." Vatan Hana. 
Tana, Chana answered the Torah and she said, Lo Adoni, no, my master. Amar Ula ve'item Rabbi Yosi Barchanina. Amar Le, Lo Adon Ata v'davarze. Don't think you're the master about this. Meaning, don't think you have Ruach Hakodesh over here when you tell. Usually you're a Navi, but this time you're not the Adon over here. You think I'm drunk, and I'm not drunk. Thank you. Perfect, 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 perfect. Thank you. And you don't even have Ruach HaKodesh for this. And you, because you're suspecting me about this. You don't have Shechina and Ruach HaKodesh you didn't give me the benefit of the doubt. Me lo yadata, didn't you know the ishat kshat ruach hanochi? V'yayin v'shechad lo shatiti, didn't you know that I am just a bitter woman and I did not drink wine or beer? Amar abi elazad, mikaj nechshad b'davad, from here we see that if someone suspects you of something, don't just walk away and say, okay, think what you want. I'm not like that. No, you have to say that you're not like that. You can't just you say, you have to defend yourself. Don't think that you should just walk away and say, I know I'm right. I have to defend. No, you see that you're supposed to defend yourself. With a person of authority or just a random Joe? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. It says, don't assume that your maidservant is a bat bilial. Bat Bilial is a bad person. From here we see that had she been drunk and praying, it would have been as if she was serving idols. How do we know from a Gizra Shavah? It says over here, don't assume that I'm a Bat Bilial. By Chana. And it says in the Torah, yet by, by the story of, of the people in the Irani Dahat, it says, "Yatsu anashim bnei b'liyal mikirvecha." It says, "People bnei b'liyal left and they started doing avodah zarah." Mal halan avodah zarah, just like by the irani dachet, it was avodah zarah. Afkan, so too a person who prays drunk is also like avodah zarah. What's considered drunk? Oh. What are you talking about, Carl? Drunk? Purim? Not this rule. She just skipped. For all those listening on, on for all those listening uh, on in the class out there, we don't know what this guy's talking about. Okay. What? Should someone pray? But or should he really not pray at all? Like No, no, you should not pray. It depends what the, you, you have to look in Shanuch. There's, there's guidelines for it. Okay. Vayan Eli and Eli answered Vayomer lechi Shalom. Eli Eli told her. Go in, go to peace. Amar Rabbi Elazar, Mikan lechoshed charo b'davar she'en bo sheich lefaiso. When from here we see that if you suspect someone about something that he didn't do, you have to mefayes him. Mefayes means what does it say about mefayes? Appease. Thank you. Appease is a good word. You have to appease him. V'lo'od. Not only must you appease him, el sheich lefarcho. You must bless him as well. Why? Shneimar says, It says that the God of the Jews should give you what you asked. And the God of the Jews did give her what she asked. She got Shimon and Avi. Okay. We are at the two dots now on Daflamid Aleph Amur Bet. Says the Gemara further. 
We're continuing the story of Hana. Vatidor Neder happens to be, I said most of this when we went on the Israel trip. We'll have another one, inshallah, in, uh, in June. But um, we, went on, we went on the Israel trip and uh, we, took, we went to Kever Shemuel Anavi. And at the Kever Shemuel Anavi, we, 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 we went over with all the boys this entire story and went through a lot of the stuff in the Skimara. And the boys had an unbelievable uh, mincha over there. Oh. One of the guys was in the, what is this, Yom Kippur over here? In, 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 uh, <laughs> it's a regular day. But it was unbelievable. It was a half hour mincha was off the charts. Vatidor neder vatomer. Adonai tzivaot. She made a promise and she said, Hashem tzivaot. Amar Rabbi Elazar. Miyom shebara ha-kadosh et olamo. Lo haya adam shekara ha-kadosh b'chut tzivaot. No one ever said the words Hashem Tzavaot. Ad Shebata Hana Vekaratot Tzavaot. Hana is the first one who called Hashem Hashem Tzavaot. This is the first time you ever see in the Torah. You'll never see anywhere before this in the Torah. Hashem referred to as Hashem Tzavaot. It doesn't appear anywhere in the five books of Moses. Amra Hana Lefnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ribbono Shalalam, Master of the Universe. Mikol Tzavaet Tzavaot. From all the huge armies that you created in your world, is it so hard for you to give me one son? I have to sit here with no sons. When she says, she's talking about Hashem's armies. So that she's hinting to in the Pasuk what she really said to Hashem, which was Hashem. No, she did say it. She said this whole thing. But. The pasuk only records the tzivaot part of it, and they gave the hint to what she really meant wow. to say. Meaning, you have all these things. Well, I'm asking for is one son. Can I have one son? I have to be with no kids. It's what she's trying to show here is how easy it is. We have to focus on how easy it is for Hashem to give something to us. Hashem, you have everything. You're giving everyone. You, you, you guys wants wants money. It's Hashem, you're giving millions of people millions of dollars a year, millions and billions of dollars a year. Is it so hard for me to have half a million dollars? Come on, right? Avadav, a king who makes a suda for his servants. One poor man comes. He stands by the doorway. He's not invited. He says, Give me one piece. They ignore him. He pushes his way and he goes to the king. He made such a thing. It's so hard to give me one piece. Give me one piece. Give me one plate. Okay. It says in the Pasuk, no, we did that right. Imra'o today. Amr Rabbi Al-Azhar. Amr Hanal Tadak Roshbachu. Roshbachu. Imra'e Mutav. If you see my plight and you answer me, Hazar Baruch Berger. Ve'im Lav. But if you choose not to see my plight and you want to say no to Chana one more time when she's praying, today you will see. Elech, I will go. Ve'eshater v'fnei al-Kanabali. I will go and I will seclude myself with a strange man in front of my husband, Elkanah. The Kevin the Mistatra, and when I seclude myself in a thing, no, Mashkuli Mesota, they will give me the Sota waters because he'll warn me, don't be alone with that guy, and I'll go anyway, but I won't do an Avera. Okay? Uh, right? Um, 
And you will not make your Torah into a sketch. It says that when she's clean, she's going to have kids. So therefore, since you can't make your Torah things, if you see, if you answer my prayer, okay. If not, I have another plan. Since you can't do it, she will do it sketch. The Maril Diskin says, yeah, the Maril Diskin says that the reason why she says Bifre El Kanabali is because in general it doesn't work if the husband is not a, not a, not a, no, is not a Sadiq. If the husband does Averot also, it doesn't work, the, the water. Uh-huh. But she's saying Bifne El Kanabali because her husband was a big Sadiq. Uh-huh. El Kanab was no. So that's what she says. He's going to warn you. He's going to warn you. He has to warn her first in front of two Adim and then they do it again. And also it says that Isn't this where we get Migo from? No, it's not a Migo. Okay. You're right? This is good according to the one who says, It goes good according to the rabbi who says that if she was that what it means, this means that if she had no kids, she's gonna have kids. But according to the one who says it doesn't mean she's going to have kids. It means that if she was going to used to give birth with a lot of pain, she gives birth quickly. Nikevot, that if she's going to give birth to females, she has boys. You see that they were they were Syrians then. Shechorim, <laughs> they're, they're going to give birth black. Levanim, they give birth lighter skinned. Kitzarim, they were short. They were born long. What could you say about that? According to this, since she didn't have kids, she's not going to help her or nothing. Why would she say that to Hashem? The Tanya, because we learned in the Brayta, Vinikita Vinizra Azara Milamech Imaita Akara Nefkede Tivre Bishmael. That's Bishmael. I want to be Kiva Imken Yilhu Koakarot Kulan. If that was true, and all the Akarot will pull pull the stick off. Vizu, right? Visa too. Vizu Shilokakala Nefkedet. And this lady who causes the problem will get will get will get answered. El Milamed. If she used to have singles, she get twins. We skipped that one last time. My okay. according to them, what does it mean? Then it's just doesn't mean that anything special. It means that's the way people talk. If C, you see. That's just a nice way of talking. According to that second opinion, according to the B, Akiba. Okay, we are now at the two dots. What? Question. Um, can't, couldn't Hashem just make this without water not work? No, no she said, then, then you, you're going to make it. She could. He could. But she says, but then you're going to make it plus star. People are going to say that it's, a, that it's a sketch. So she, you, you're not going to, Hashem is not going to want that to work. Hmm. Okay? Oh, what Hashem could have done, Rabbi, is really make her sin with the person in the room. Can't make a sin. Sin, sin's not, sin's not to, 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 to yeah, no. He could have made the Yetzirah stronger. No? She got an answer without that. She got an answer without that. Yeah, she got a good answer. She got Shimon Levi. Okay, Shimon Levi, the Gemara says, was as great as Moshe and Aaron together. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's how great he was. So she's, she's, she's twisting Hashem's hands? She kind of twists Hashem's hands, but you're supposed to. <laughs> you're supposed to. Okay, as a matter of fact, that's why we say Tilach Hana every Shabbat morning. We start off, for the, very, few, very few people are here Russia. at that point. But at that point, what Carl's usually here. But at, 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 at 8.45 over here in Haile Bonon, we have Tivlat Chana. And everyone's welcome to come and pray it because her, her prayer is an example of the prayer that gets answered. That's why we always start with that Tivlat. We don't start praying with that Tivlat Chana. 
Okay. It says, see the poorness see the poorness of your maidservant. Don't forget your maidservant. And give to your maidservant zera, zera anashim. Give me the children who are male. I'm, well, I just I said the, first, the whole pasuk. Why did she say three times your maid servant in the pasuk? There are three deaths for a woman that you created. Meaning there are three different averot that a woman could do that will cause her death. And some say, Did I ever do any of these things? I never did anything. I never went against Nida. I never went against Chala. I never, against, I never missed candlelighting. And therefore, come on. Chala means it's separate Chala from the bread. Yes. We say it every Friday night. Okay. Yes. She said, Please give your maidservant. Zera Anashim. Ask the Gemara, my Zera Anashim. What does it mean she's asking for Zera Anashim? Children of Anashim. Give me strong ones. Vishmul Amar, Zera Shemashuach Shne Anashim. Give me a kid who is going to anoint two men. Zera Anashim means. A son who's going to be the one to anoint the two first kings of Kali Yisrael. Uman Inun. Who are those fellows? Shaul David, King Shaul, number one king, and King David, king number two. Okay? Rabbi Yochan Amar. What does it mean, Zed Anashim? According to Rabbi Yochan, what does it mean, Zed Anashim? Says, Uman Inun. Who are they? Uh, a son who is fit like two people. My son is worth two people. Uman inun, who are those guys? Moshe Aaron. Shmuel is equal to Moshe Aaron. Shneemar. Moshe Aaron bekoanav. Shmuel bekoreshemo. Says the Gemara. According to the rabbis, they say zera anashim. What does it mean? Zera shemuvla ben anashim. A son who can mix among the people. It doesn't look like too much. He's a regular person. Not too tall, not too short. Not too thin and not too chubby. Not too light and not too red. Not too smart, not too dumb. Okay. We continue. What else did she say? She comes back afterwards to, to uh, Eli who got, gave her the beracha, and she, after she had the baby, she gave birth to the baby, she brought him up, she made him two, two years old, she nursed him, when she f- finished nursing, she brings him back to Eli, and says, okay, I'm giving you back, I promised Hashem in my prayer, that if you give it to me, a, a child, I will give him to Hashem his whole life, I will dedicate the child as a servant of Hashem. So she comes back to Eli, to give the child back to Eli. And she says, "Ani ha'isha I am the woman who stood with you praying with this. 
Amar Rabbi Yeshua Benavi, Mikan, Shasul Hashem, Betoch Alba Amot, Shatifila. We see from here that you're not allowed to sit within four Amot of someone who's praying. El Anar Hazehit Palati. For this child I prayed. Why did she say this child? Amar Rabbi Elazar, Shemuel Moreh Halacha Befner Abohaya. Shemuel was Moreh Halacha in front of his Rebbe. And really, anyone who's Moreh Halacha in front of his Rebbe is Chayav Mita. How do we know? Shneemar, it says in the Pasuk, they slaughtered the pot, and they brought the kid to Eli. Because they slaughtered the pot, why would they bring the kid to Eli? What is the, what is the connection between storing the bull and bringing the kid to Eli? Go call a Kohen to slaughter the sacrifice. Chazinu Shmuel, Shmuel saw they're looking for a Kohen to slaughter. He told them, Why are you guys looking for a Kohen to slaughter your, your, your Korban? Right? They brought, so when he, when he told them that, they brought the kid in front of Eli. That's what it means before when we said, uh, they slaughtered the kid, they brought the kid to Eli. Because they brought him to Eli because he's the one who's saying these rules that it's okay to have a, a non Kohen slaughter. So they told him, Where'd you get this from? Eli told him, Where'd you get this rule from that you could slaughter? Amale told him, Mikti Veshachata Kohen? Doesn't say the Kohen slaughters. It says, Vikrivu a Kohen Ktiv. What does that mean? From accepting the blood after Shechita and onwards, that's only Kohanim could do. But before that, Mikan, we learn from here, the Shechita, the Shechita which before Kabbalah, which before Kabbalah, Kishira Bazar, it's allowed for a Zar. Eli told him, You spoke very well, you're right. Mihu, however, more halacha beferabachat. You are now saying a halacha in front of your rabbi. Anyone who says halacha in front of his rabbi is chayav mita. When Chana heard this, she came and she cried out and she said, I am the woman. Who stood in front of you with this for this kid? Leave him here. Two years old, he's spitting a halachot already. It, the Maharsha says it, this, this took place afterwards, though. It's a machloka whether it happened then or afterwards or what the story is. That's good. Yes, and good. Amala. So Eli told her, Shavkili Danche, allow me to punish him. Now, when it says allow me to punish him, what it means is don't make me butt into Shemayim's rules and have to save him from punishment. It doesn't mean I'm trying to punish him. It means, you know, allow me not to get involved and let whatever happens, happens. I'll pray for mercy. I'll give you a better son. Relax. You had this son. No problem. I'll get you somebody better. Now, he was pretty good, so better than this. Gotta be even better. Right? She said, I wanted this one. Don't give me nobody else. Okay. It says, She was talking to her heart. Amar, 
When she was praying, when she was praying with her heart, it means she was talking about her heart, meaning about her chest. She said in front of, in front of Hashem, Everything you create in a woman, there's nothing you created for nothing. And I'm, you gave a woman eyes that ought to see. The Oznaim, you gave her ears, the Shmoah, to listen. Hot, and you gave her a nose, the to smell. Pe, you gave her a mouth, the Daber, to speak. Yadayim, you gave her hands, the to do it, work. Raglayim, the you gave her feet to walk with them. Dadim, you gave her a chest, you gave her nursing instruments. What for? to nurse with them. Dadim halalu, my breasts. Shinatatali alibi, you put it on my heart. Lama, what did you give it to me for? Lola Nikbayim, didn't you want me to nurse somebody? Tell me, Ben, Ranikbayim, give me a son so I can use them. That's what it says, Aliba, meaning about her heart. Okay. Now, once that the original statement of Aliba was the same rabbi, Rabbi Elazar, name of Yosef Azamra, here again we have the same thing. Any person who sits on Ta'anit Shabbat, Korin lo if you fast and you fast not a regular day, you fast on Shabbat, double double whammy, that's then yes, that's correct. Then they rip up seventy years of evil decrees. They come back and they say, Hey, very nice, we got rid of seventy years. You miss Onik Shabbat this week, and you have to pay for it. So even though you lose 70 years, they're still going to come back for you. My so what should you do? Amar of Nachmar Yitzchak, letev ta'anita, letanita. Fast to fast, to forgive yourself for fasting on Shabbat. So you should fast. So you can fast, and then you fast another fast to make up for fasting. So it's good to fast on Shabbat? According to what we're saying over here. That's correct. You have to look up, the, the Mishnah Burah talks about this. Wow. Okay. The Amar Bilazar, Bilazar also says, Chana hitiva dvarim klapemala. Chana threw words at Hashem. She chucked words at Hashem. What does that mean? Shinemar, as it says, that is correct. Shinemar, as it says, but tpalel el Hashem. She prayed to Hashem. Milamed. It says Al Hashem. It doesn't say El Hashem. It says Al Hashem. She threw the words at Hashem. Not so respectfully. Who else did something like that? Eliyahu also did the same thing. Shneimar says, He says, You turned the Kalisel heart away from you. So it's like he's throwing it at Hashem as if it's Hashem's fault. You did it. That's also like. Chucking the words at Hashem. Okay? Amar Rabbi Shmuel bar Yitzchak. Minayin shechazarak l'shuchu v'hodal Eliyahu. How do we know that Hashem admitted to Eliyahu that he's right? That he caused it? Dekhtiv, it says, v'ashen hareoti. Hashem said back, what I did evil. Meaning, Hashem agreed that he could have Cause the Jews to do less of it. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen. We will now review. Hold on. Okay, quick review. First, we started off with the rabbis who were two males hokpiv, and they answered back. Those both, both Abai and Rabbi answered back that since they're wearing tefillin, everything's okay, and they're not going to be too wild. Then we have Rabbi Yochanan, 
who says, you're not allowed to be malas chok piv in this world. We had the two stories of the rabbis who threw down the cups, white cups and other glass cups to keep people chilled. And Rabbi Yochanan, who says, you're not allowed to be chok piv, and Rosh Lakish, after he heard that, he refused to ever be chok piv. Then we had a brighter that said a person should not pray after a lawsuit. He should always do halacha pesukah. And we had three examples of halacha pesukah. Jewish woman who um, always were careful with nida. And we had the case of uh, the grain. And we had the case of of bloodletting of the animals. Okay. Then we said you always have to end with words of comfort. And Rav Kahana says that you should always end up with halacha. Like the story of Adam Arishon, where Adam Arishon was the one, the rabbi was walking him and he pointed out the pine trees and he said that Adam Arishon, every place that people are living is close to Adam Arishon. That was next. Then we have a person should always have Libova uh, Shamayim and we said that you should have, we had the Kesemar Bia Kiva who would always do. He, he would always be short when he prayed with the people, but he prayed a much longer tefillah when he prayed biachid. He found them on one side of the room, the other side of the room. He was bowing down so much. And Reb prayed with uh, Reb Chia prayed always prayed with the house of the window, and you pray throughout the day. Daniel used to used to pray throughout the day. He wouldn't pray throughout. The day, he would pray three times a day, and he would and he would ask. Good. Now we have the Tadechana, where a bunch of things we learned from. Number one, move your lips. And uh, what else? Have Kavana. Don't raise your voice. And drunk people can't pray. And if you suspect someone doing something wrong, you have to tell them what you suspect them. And if you get accused, you have to you defend yourself. And that if you're drunk and praying, it's like Avodah Zarah, from the Gzera Sheva of Bnei Beliyah, Bnei Beliyah. And then we had, you must bless and, and, and appease anyone you accuse falsely. And we said that the first time Hashem was called Hashem Tzavakot was right over here from Chana. And she threatened Hashem that she's going to do sota water and get and get a kid anyway. There was Machloket, whether uh, Rabbi Akiva or, or the other rabbi, whether a, a lady will have, gets better kids or gets kids even if she had no kids. That was Machloket. Then we had Rabbi Yossi. Who said she said why did she made amatecha three times because she didn't miss nerot chala and nida. Um, Chana son was punished for doing being more halacha b'fnerabo, and we had three opinions what Zed Arshim was either it was strong or the one who anointed the kings or the equal to Moshe and Aharon or absorbed by the people. And then finally, we said fasting on Shabbat. If a person fasts on Shabbat, it's very, very useful, but you have to fast again. And Hannah threw words at Hashem like Eliyahu and Avi. This was awesome, Isaac. Thank you. Baruch Amen.